right, guys, and welcome back to this episode of the Positionless Pod. I'm Kai Gamage, your host, and I'm here in studio with the most wonderful, <laughs> young, versatile minds in basketball media today. Aaron Matthews, Diego San Agustin, and Mike Cruz. How are you guys doing, Wagwan. man? Wagwan. Doing great? Wagwan General. <laughs> doing fantastic. Spectacular. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. Has I'm it been Mike a while? Make me spell it this time. Yeah. It's been a while since the four of us were in the studio, right? Really? I don't know. Not really. I don't, I don't, I don't actually I don't know. I don't think about it too much. I do. <laughs> Keeps me up at night. I swear we were in the studio last Monday. Yeah. 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 So, so that's a while. It's been a week. <laughs> Relax, man. <laughs> it's not that long. Yeah, it's not Do you that miss us that much? Yes. Why are you so sensitive? I saw you last night though. What? 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 Huh? Huh? What am I? <laughs> what is happening? No, that's news to me too. <laughs> Yo, is this guy breaking news live on show right now? What do you saying? So I don't see a problem. Okay, sure. All right, that's good. Uh, that's a weird way to kick the show off. Um, it, it's pretty weird. How how have you guys been? Like you know, basketball related. Oh. How's, how's ba- yo 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 yo. What's this? Russell Westbrook. Oh my god. <laughs> Russell. Westbrook, that's it. Russell Benchbrook, Russell, Russell Bestbrook. Benchbrook, Russell Bestbrook, Russell Goatbrook, Russell Beastbrook. Oh my goodness, man! He's Mr. Triple Double. He's back. He's back. Well, he didn't have a triple. He's double. him. No, but he almost. Um, he's almost. Mr. Triple Double. That's crazy that he actually almost had one. Yeah. Yeah. Sixteen, eight, and eight. Eighteen. Eighteen, eight, and eight. Sorry. 18, eight, Please eight. don't disrespect. Yeah. Okay. All right. Watch your mouth. <laughs> Get your stats right, bro. Okay, fine. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I'm the one that but gave him six man of the year. I don't know why y'all. Yeah, you're actually right. I don't right know why you're that. coming at me. I'm the one that's. I'm his biggest supporter. Not only is he six man of the year, but he's defensive player of the year. Okay, all right. Uh, Calm down. <laughs> Stop the delusion. <laughs> oh, but 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 the block no, but he that he had solid. on yeah. Michael Porter Jr. Oh, that from was behind. So nice, man. Oh. Yeah. That was pretty nasty. I felt in about like three or four games, Russ was actually very good defensively this okay. year. Okay. So I don't know why you keep coming at me. No, 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 no. Russ no, going to be defensive positive. I'm not, I'm not saying No I'm way not saying that's anything, happening. Man. No, you've been saying that off I've never off said anything. I've, yeah, who cares? It's not. There's no receipts. I have the receipts in my mind. <laughs> it's not worth anything. In my heart, bro. Not in my mind, in my heart. Hey, hey, no. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, Russ, I'm a Westbrook supporter, okay? I'm not a hater. There's there's bigger Wait. haters than me in this room. I don't know why you're coming at me. <laughs> okay, all Who right. Who is it? So <laughs> there's only two of us here. Like. <laughs> it's not my cruise. That's yeah. all I know. It's not me. That's I don't know what you're talking about, guys. It's definitely one of you two. It's not me. Okay, all right. Well, that's a that's an argument for another day. Because today we're actually going to support the Lakers. You know, today's a big day. For the Los Angeles yeah. Lakers, they had th- they got their first one of the season last they night. They won their championship. Yeah, that's it. For first yeah. of their seventy-seven wins. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love the delusion. I love the delusion. Yeah, they only have seventy-seven and five. Yeah, they might never lose again. Yeah, yeah I don't I think so. It. I see that's it. all they needed. They just needed that spark, that one win. I, and I think from here on, they're gonna be solid. I think they shoot forty-three percent from three for the rest of the season. Oh. Is right? you see yeah. who their best three point shooters are? It's Matt so. Ryan and Austin Reeves. That's you know. what they pay him for. That's what yeah, that's the only thing they really do. 
Oh no no! Don't well, Austin, disrespect actually, Austin, Austin Reeves. Reeves yeah. that. Right. Yeah. Austin Reeves is a winning player on a losing team, unfortunately. <laughs> but he's a winning player. <laughs> Bold claim. Who would have thought that elevating Troy Brown to a starting role is what Yo, that's the Lakers weird. need? I never thought I'd see Troy Brown as a starter in this league God. in 2023. Because he's not supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah, I I honestly don't believe it. Because Troy Brown Jr. like for real? Only two players on this entire roster are starters in the NBA. But I think once yeah. Thomas Bryant is back, I think he starts. Uh-huh. And even though he's not like a championship player, but he's still better than having Troy Brown Jr. And yeah. Thomas Bryant is what keeps Damian Bum Jones away from the court. I don't think he should be in the building. No, forget right. the lineup, forget the bench. <laughs> he shouldn't be in the building. No, I think you're right. He can't yeah. do shit. <laughs> He can't catch the ball. <laughs> he can't catch a rebound. He can't defend, which was obvious. He can't do anything. He had, hey, one, hey. He had one block last night. Let's oh, be, my let's, God. Let's be positive about the Lakers. I don't know why you're so yeah. angry for You're the Lakers Damn. fan. This is, this is a beautiful day for you. What are you so mad about? It is, it I'm mad about night. Damian Jones. You haven't gotten one of these wins in a while now. That's okay. You can't. How are you mad? Relax. But, oh. Calm down. Why are you nitpicking such a beautiful thing? Okay. <laughs> you want me to talk about the happier things? Sure. I was happy to see how... Well, I, I know some people were mad seeing how the Lakers celebrated their... Celebrated oh, Darwin yeah, Ham's it's literally first ham, They're celebrated for Ham, not yeah. for themselves. It's, That's why it's people are making fun of them for like... You know, they want this is their championship. They're over-celebrating and everything. It's his first but. ever win as a head coach in the NBA. How many people can say they've coached in the NBA? I think that's what they're celebrating, not their first win. Yeah, they made it pretty clear. I mean, you saw the video, right? Yeah. Yeah. They were celebrating ham. Yeah. And I not don't think... Win. Yeah, they were going ham. <laughs> they're going ham on ham. Yeah. Yo, pause. <laughs> you were laughing at it a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, that gif that people on Twitter are using of ham dancing with champagne on the Bucks. That's a preview of June 2023, yeah. right? Hey, let's go. <laughs> you see it too. My Lakers. You see oh. the vision. <laughs> Mike sees the vision, bro. I think we all see it now. With Russ on the bench, I think we all see the vision. Yeah. I told you. Yeah, Kyle He's was right. man of the year. I've been right this whole Here's time. Kyle's talking about some Bones Island. But yeah, I, I think it, it's it's time to <laughs> give out of here. Russell Westbrook his flowers. So give him a whole bouquet. That's a, that's a, <laughs> that's okay. a beautiful man there. Can we can we man. can we talk about this game properly for just a second? Okay. What did what did we see from this game that actually um, looked better from the Lakers? Like what was the catalyst other than I mean obviously shooting forty three percent from from yeah. three was obviously like exactly what the Lakers needed. Shooting forty eight percent from the field was exactly what the Lakers needed. But was there something different about like the way that they played last night? They actually As opposed with, to every yeah, other night. They played with a lot of urgency, to be honest. I think, I mean, obviously they really wanted that win. And last night they could shoot, which is not something you could say about them in the first five games. Mm-hmm. But yeah. last night they were shooting and they were actually hitting their shots. Even AD was hitting jumpers. Oh, AD looked like bubble AD with yeah. his jump shots. I couldn't believe yeah. it. And I, so like, okay, speaking technically about the game, in the third quarter is where Lakers lose all of their games. I think they've, they're have they probably the worst third quarter team. But last night, they weren't. The third quarter yeah. is when they took the lead. They opened the gap 
and then in the fourth they iced it so that was the biggest difference for them and the third quarter was Lonnie Walker's quarter absolutely he took over lebron also had some incredible insulting jump shots over nuggets defenders who did their best to contest but it was it was fun to watch Lonnie Walker was doing heat checks out there mm-hmm. i couldn't believe my eyes and he was hitting the threes and yeah he was definitely the spark for that third quarter run that the lakers had yeah like in in some of the earlier games it seems like his skill set hasn't evolved much since his spurs days and that has been a complaint for him for the last 2 years i think but he does look like he's ready to be the spark plug that the lakers need and yeah. honestly i think lower i mean decreased minutes for kendrick nunn was also pretty big yeah he's he was abysmal yeah. before and now <laughs> it's also insane to see how big of a difference there was right in preseason he was the only player who was playing good yeah and, and now the season comes and he's completely trash invisible yeah and i'm glad he only played like 3 minutes last night and he made a three he, in yeah. that in, in those minutes yeah that's all he needed to do <laughs> <laughs> can't More. wait for a serious player like dennis schroeder to get back yeah i feel okay actually yeah dennis schroeder being back would honestly help the lakers a lot so i also agree with this whole Lonnie Walker thing. I think another thing that kind of stood out for me last night was the decision making from the Lakers on offense, which I think has obviously just been the worst part of the way that they've played as of late. Um, I was watching a like film breakdown of the uh, Lakers over this weekend uh, from I think what what's this half court hoops something like that, and he was just really emphasizing just how little some of the role players on the Lakers actually understand what they're supposed to do right like yeah. there's multiple times throughout the game where AD and LeBron will be screaming at guys like Troy Brown at guys like Lonnie Walker Austin Reeves to get to their position to set a screen properly to get into the corner to come up on the weak side to like just to just to get into position on plays because a lot of these kids a lot of these players just don't understand where they're supposed to be on specific plays. Last night, yeah. there looked like more certainty on the Lakers team, and there looked like just significantly less mistakes. And I think that Lonnie Walker being a little bit more mistake-free was huge. No turnovers. They only, like yeah. The Lakers only had eight turnovers last game, which is freaking massive. This is a team with Russell Westbrook and LeBron James, two of the most turnover-prone players in the entire NBA because they're playmakers, right? But... To finish a game with only eight turnovers against a pretty solid Nuggets defense? No, they ranked dead ranked last. last? Okay. Dead last. Yeah, I'm stupid. No, but they on paper they are a good defensive. Yeah, team. on paper. Yeah, yeah like you'd think we, that they'd be able to at least be. like disrupt and yeah. create create turnovers from other teams like the Lakers, right? But they didn't. Lonnie Walker didn't make mistakes. He made the right reads when he was driving into the paint. We've seen him so many times this season just absolutely make the wrong choice on driving kicks. He'd go for double te- like he'd attack double teams and kick it out to the wrong guy or just not kick it out at all and go for a completely and utterly contested layup, not draw a foul. But tonight or last night against the Nuggets, he made the right decisions on multiple occasions. And that's exactly what they needed. I don't think that let's I don't think that Lonnie Walker is going to be the catalyst for a completely revitalized Lakers season here, but him being 
a added playmaker and someone that can actually create his own shot for the Lakers is something they absolutely needed. Yeah. And can we also talk about how Anthony Davis is beating all these soft claims mm. and playing out there with an injured back? I mean, I I admire how much heart he's showing there playing with the injury. Yeah. But I don't know how sustainable it is. Yeah. I don't yeah, know it's, it's like when he missed the last game because of his back. Like, yeah. But yeah. I also read that with when it's a situation like his, I don't think there's any coming back fully like there's no returning to 100% after this. It's a matter of pain tolerance and if he's determined to pay th- play through the pain, I hope he's able to do it consistently because if yeah. we see what he is doing so far for the Lakers I think that's exactly what they need from him. Mm-hmm. It's scary man. Like the amount of times like every single game I think we've seen him kind of hold his back at one point, right? He'll come down from a contest or he'll come down from a dunk, a lob or a block on the defensive end he and he'll just be clutching his back. Yeah. And I I hate having to watch it every single time. Yeah. It's yeah. it's terrifying. There was one play where I was really worried for AD. Remember when he did you see it? Yeah. He was like actually touching his back. And then he refused, but he refused to come out immediately after that. He, yeah. He signaled to the sideline. He's like, I'm not coming off. And he continued to ball out. Yeah, Absolutely. He's dominant. Seems actually. like this this has been happening like every single game. Every since single he game. Entered <coughs> yeah. His back, right? Yeah. But again, even despite that, he's been having such a great season so far when he's actually on the court. Mm. And he's also been that defensive catalyst for this Lakers team, which is actually good a good defensive team. Yeah, yeah, Aaron's right. I think it's gonna be all about pain tolerance from now on. Like, cause, cause he can't have like a day off, right? Because of you, we can see how the ceiling of this Lakers team, like, yeah. they're they're only going to be as good as what they are right now. Yeah. So yeah. They need Anthony Davis out on the floor as much as possible. Yeah. If if there are yeah. if those two aren't playing, this Lakers team is going absolutely nowhere. Um, because if those two aren't playing, then you probably have to start Russ. That's just not gonna work. I, th- well, I, I think it's it's, yeah. it's a matter of LeBron and Russ oh, playing together. It's 100%. it's not even starting Russ or yeah. benching Russ. It's they just don't they won't fit together. We've known this since last season. Mm-hmm. You know it would never work out. So StatMuse tweeted out a stat. So with since Russ came off the bench, they're plus eighteen with him on the floor and not yeah. minus sixteen with him off. That's Russ MVP numbers. That's actually crazy. <laughs> no, no, like that's what he, that's the type of impact he had on OKC. That's what I mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's <laughs> I don't mean to say he's playing like an MVP right now. <laughs> it's good to see him have the free role, the free reign that he needs to play. Yeah. Like Darwin Ham is giving him that, and I'm glad that Russ accepted the bench role. It was super mature of him to do it, and it's paying off for him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Honestly, seeing Russ off the bench was really good yeah. last night. Some some Russ is really cooked this weekend, man. Russell Wilson <laughs> got a win in, in in London, you know. Russell Westbrook getting dubs here. So yeah. let Russ cook. Let, let Russ both cook. Russ let cook, Russ cook, cook, man. Oh my god. Good job. Yeah, honestly, th- I think Ham's relationship with Russ is also pretty solid mm-hmm. because they were, I think, after the game, they were praising each other, and Ham wanted to put Russ in a position where he gets his respect back, and that's exactly what he's trying to do by making him okay with playing off the bench which he's seems like he's okay with doing it i mean he's happy he's he's on the court he's smiling he's 
doing all these celebrations now. Yeah. And yeah. he got the he got a standing ovation from the crowd too. Yeah. Actually kudos kudos to Russ man for actually, you know, not not griping about his devotion yeah. to the bench, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's a mature it's, it's not a, it's not a demotion, it's a uh, readjustment. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Is, that, is that what Darwin Ham said? That is what Darwin Ham said. <laughs> Did yeah. you all see Darwin Ham actually teared up talking about Russ? Yeah. Russ. Look, honestly, it's a lovable team. Yeah? It's yeah, a, I'm, it's turning, I'm, tur- I'm actually turning into a Lakers. The only reason people <laughs> don't like the Lakers is because they're the Lakers. Yeah. yeah, 100%. And because of their fans. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a, a bad reputation. It's, yeah. h- it's, hard to, it's hard to like teams that have had it so good for so long. Mm-hmm. And like, I think it's, it's always going to be fun to kind of like wallow or like laugh at their misery. They're actually the underdogs now, right? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not kidding. They're actually the underdogs. Just, just because of the storylines that because have kind of just I don't. But I mean, it's not but LeBron like, on the team, and okay. I, I would never consider LeBron. Yeah, but they're also the underdogs of their because of the mistakes that they made. You know what I mean? It's not like. Oh yeah. I think I think that I think that we're we can't we can't really treat them like one of those organizations where it's just like oh you know injury they just had bad injury luck or. Like they're just a team in a small market. It's hard for them to really be a true underdog. Like it's it's the Lakers. Like they made every single decision as to why they're one and five at this point, and as to why we're celebrating this single win, is because of mistakes that they themselves made. You know, I I don't I don't I don't feel bad for them necessarily, but I'm happy that they got the win. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Like, like that's let's, all. I'm let's really hope they say. keep this energy because honestly, I think their energy in this game was phenomenal like yeah the vibes were the, the vibes, vibes were great good, the yeah, vibes were great you the just have a yeah. vibes deandre jordan gives to his friends they're just amazing he's a he's a great hang yeah but <laughs> yeah the, the question now though is with westbrook starting to get into this role now he's he's accepted it he's succeeding in game one of it where does this leave miles turner who's begging Oh, Miles Turner was literally... <laughs> yeah. He's on his knees for a trade to the Lakers. Did you all see his quotes? Yeah, I saw that. They should trade They should trade um, the first round picks for me and yeah. Heald. I'll, I'll read yeah, this. I don't, I don't think they're going to trade Ross anymore. Yeah. I'll read this snippet. If I'm the Lakers... This is what Miles Turner himself is saying through Woj, who's the biggest PR mouthpiece there is in the league. If I'm the Lakers, I take a very hard look at this with the position that you're in i know what i can provide for a team i mean realistically yeah miles turner would be such a good fit for this team but i mean i don't know about about putting putting that out there and saying yeah, yeah. That, but then, I, then then who leads them off the bench you know who leads the lakers <laughs> off the bench like yeah. russ yeah so that that's no, the I think thing russ would still be off the bench russ is the answer i think they'll have to somehow get miles turner no, without no, you can't russ. no you, you can't, can't. yeah no, you need to trade Russ. Yeah. You can't do it otherwise. You can't do it. Yeah. So, yeah, well, there's no... Then they're not getting him. Because I think if Russ accepts his bench role, they kind of need Russ. Okay. Mm. G- okay. Let's let's slow it down. It's been one game that this is no, actually if he, if properly actually succeeded. Let's, let's, not, let's not act as though, like, all of a sudden this team is that much better. Like, it's one game. It's not. I don't think that... What? They're not winning the title? I don't think that one game is necessarily indicative of, like, you know, the vibes being back and Russ being happy in L.A. Just, like, he's... Come on. No, but I, I also think it's because Ham seems to really love Westbrook. Yeah. And unless unless there's a serious falling out and Westbrook uh, asks out, I don't think this trade is going to happen anywhere. Mm. I, 
because they also don't want to give those two picks right they don't want to give two unprotected firsts for yeah no mm-hmm. kind of yeah, guys like miles turner and buddy heel yeah, yeah that's the thing i think that look even let's say 20 games into the season they're sitting with what five wins because that's perfectly possible mm-hmm. um yeah. i feel like what they just they just throw in the season right like there's no point for trading for miles and buddy at that point yeah. right mm-hmm. just keep it just Run out the season with Westbrook. Let let LeBron put up his numbers. Next season, next off season, you just get a clean slate, yeah. right? You just get forty forty seven million dollars off your books. And you know who's a free agent next year? Miles Turner. Mm. Yeah, then there you go. Mm. So like the season's over. Yeah, it's over, right? Like we we're all agreed on this point that. Regardless of this one win. <laughs> hey, wait, 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 you're spinning, you're misusing my words here. Okay. You're well, it's okay. like your season is over, right? <laughs> no. Well, if you're talking about winning a championship, we're yeah, it's over. Yes, <laughs> okay. No, we're agreeing that this is going to be the final roster. Although, mm. I hope they somehow finesse a team and give Kendrick Nunn up for a, for a wing. <laughs> that for would be like so bus. For anyone. Anyone. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. All right. Wow. We it's just talked about the, the Lakers night. for 20 minutes. Let's let's stop. What's wrong with that? Let's do something else. It's such a big night. Let's do something else. Talking about the other fraud, one five team. <laughs> oh, please. Let's oh, do it. Come let's on. do it. Let's talk about. Let's I talk hate about that team. Horrendous man. team. Um, you had them in the finals, man. I know. That's the crazy part. <laughs> I didn't realize how bad Simmons would be to start off. Yeah. So we're talking about the Brooklyn Nets. Um, yeah. So obviously both these teams, one and five, and. It's weird. You know, the Lakers are lovable. Uh, the Nets have always been hateable. Yes. And I only hate them more. Yeah. Um, can I say it? Yes. Fuck the Nets. Woo! Let's go. <laughs> the All only right. reason I like the Nets is because of KD and Simmons. Fuck Kevin Durant. <laughs> Yo, come on. Fuck that bus rider. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. He deserves all of this. He, he absolutely, up, Mike. absolutely, Mike. Go on. Go on. He this deserves no, this all only, of this. This only makes more sense as to why KD wanted out of Brooklyn. He's blatantly stat padding out there. He's averaging. What do you want him to do? This team stinks. I want him to be a man and tell Kyrie to shark car. Oh, off the court, yes. But on the court, what do you want him to do? There's nothing more he can do. He's literally putting this team on his back. Look at look at his numbers, man. Thirty-two points per game, four point five. Yeah, he's stat padding. Four point five rebounds, three point yeah. seven assists, one not, steal. Not even stat two, padding that two good. Blocks. No, KD, two blocks. No, KD. Two blocks. KD is. He's playing, having such a great season. Playing some incredible basketball, but it doesn't matter because the Nets are dog shit. Yeah. The Nets are Pretty actually much. horrendous. This I need this, KD out of this team. This bro. is some of the worst defense that I've ever seen in my life. You, Aaron, you said that the Nuggets have the worst defense, yeah. isn't it? The Nets. The Nets are at 29th. The, the I think. Nets are letting teams score 121 on them a night. The Nuggets were the the worst defense when I last saw. So I'm pretty sure the Nets are like 29th then. Okay. But yeah. But yeah, like as it stands right now, like the Nuggets let opponents score 117 a night, uh, whereas the Brooklyn Nets are letting teams score 122 a night, which is absolute dog shit. This team stinks. <laughs> and I thought I thought they were actually going to get better. Didn't, didn't we think they were going to get better because of the their additions? Oh, yeah. You got a Royce, Royce O'Neal coming yeah. there. Yeah. But Nick Claxton. Both, both have been so bad this year. It's, it's also because on paper, 
they sound good but on the court there's no chemistry right for yeah. you need chemistry on both ends you don't need chemistry just on offense you need chemistry on both ends and there is negative chemistry for them mm-hmm. it's just a lot of iso ball on offense and every once in a while there'll there'll be like a dribble handoff for simmons oh my god <laughs> i'm so, I'm so tired of him stat padding assists with those dribble handoffs i know i know it's okay it's good yeah. for my family well honestly it's <laughs> yeah we can't expect simmons to be to be like as good as he was right now yeah i guess he does need some more time even then there's just there's no scheme on this team right now it's really just iso ball that's all it is it's yeah. it's very boring basketball there's no and Steve Nash is not going to do Nash a damn offense. thing about it. He he's not going to do a single thing. I have no idea why he doesn't have like a playbook. Like he's like, one yo, of the best playmakers in saying. NBA history. Learned from one of the best offensive minds. You have such good mentally. players on your roster. But do something yeah. with it. Well, he was also Make some plays. He was thrown into the fire starting his head coaching career with a team like that. He wasn't even a proper assistant coach before this he was a player development coach with the warriors but he's not even been an assistant and he was asked to coach a nets team which has two iso ball players i think i think losing the antoni this offseason was pretty huge for this team mm. yeah like yeah he's in new orleans right now who are playing much better 4 and 2 right so i think that that's a big factor as to why this nets offense isn't playing up to par and <laughs> like it, it's it's in funny to see ben simmons on offense there was this one clip i was showing mike uh <laughs> off board it, it was the mavericks players so it, it was the nets game against the mavericks when ben simmons was called for a foul under the basket mavs players were requesting the referee they were begging they were begging to ask for a shooting foul <laughs> they wanted simmons to go to the line instead of them getting the ball for the <laughs> possession it's just so funny man. i think that sums up ben simmons I impact i feel bad for ben simmons i don't know i don't it's, think it's i don't even, feel I don't bad. Even think it's like it, i think Why? it's it's both it's really it's really both mental and physical i think yeah. there's really something going on with there him. is but we've known that i think he you can't expect <coughs> him to go back on a basketball court basketball court after like how long? Yeah, year and a half. Yeah, and he doesn't have the and offense come back too. And especially after what happened in Philly, where basically all the fans and like people on the team ridiculed him. Mm-hmm. Like it's sure it's for good reason, but to an extent, not really. I I see. I might be a horrible person for saying this, but I don't feel bad for Simmons because I don't think there is anything that is happening to him that is unwarranted that he didn't bring upon himself. I think he himself, uh, he villainized himself back in Philly. He alienated himself from his own teammates. He made them look stupid. He got the trade. He sat out the entire year. I don't know how, like later we found out that he had a back surgery and stuff. Yeah. But everything that is happening to him is because of him. And we've talked about this so many times on the pod itself that he has made no no steps to improve as a player mm-hmm. yeah he's not done the basic he can't even fix his own jump shot fix i'm not even asking him to make a jump shot like just fix what you have right now yeah 
Okay. Really, like I don't, I don't know. It's 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 not even about the offense for me with this team. Like it's a, as it stands right now, this is just a statistically just average. It's just such an average offense, right? Like yeah. we're looking at two of the best, obviously, um, offensive players in the entire NBA. But as it stands right now, the Brooklyn Nets are shooting thirty-two point eight percent from three. They have, I don't. It's it's just it's just so mid. It's just so freaking mid. But it's the defense that's just absolutely shocking. For this entire team. They are 30th in defensive rating. 27th in net rating. They're dead last in rebounding. Dead last in defensive rebounding. Right? It's There's nothing they can do right on that end. And if you put Simmons at center, it only makes it worse. You put Claxton and Simmons out there, and all of a sudden you have no spacing because you have two non-shooters out there. It's a mess. It is a freaking mess. And I'm glad that they're 1-5. Like, again, like, fuck the Nets. They can screw off for all I care. This is the most annoying team in the entire league. I'm glad that they're failing. I'm ecstatic even. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. Having, having to watch this basketball being played on a night-to-night basis yeah. is just absolutely pathetic. I'm so disappointed in this team. I really, I really said this team was going to the finals. So glad they're That's not. That's probably one of my worst takes oh, I've ever seen. I'm, I'm so happy they're not. I'm so happy that we're being shown this year that individual players cannot carry a team. I'm so happy that we're seeing, regardless of how freaking insane Kevin Durant is playing on offense with 32 points per game, hitting shots at over 50%, that he's minus 67 over the course of the season. I'm so happy that we're seeing that none of that matters anymore, that you yeah. actually have to play team basketball. That you yeah. actually have to behave as a freaking squad. Even Kyrie's playing great. I mean, man. that team doesn't really have a playmaker. That's the it thing. Doesn't. That's the problem. This Bro, team you has. have Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Well, what do you mean? Don't you have Ben Simmons with nine dribble handoff <sighs> assists? It it was supposed to be Ben Simmons, but obviously be, yeah. we're not seeing that right now. And I, I don't know. If it will. I don't know why it doesn't doesn't make sense because they have they have the tools to be a good offensive team. Mm-hmm. They literally do. They have the shooters, Joe Harris, Seth Curry, Patty Mills. They have everything, man. KD, Kyrie, everybody on their team. Even defensively, they should be average. Yeah, they should be like dead Royce in o- the middle. Royce O'Neal is a Not solid, a solid perimeter defender. Nick Claxton, though he's thin, um, I don't really think that he's like a proper five. Like I don't think he can defend the five, but he can defend the four. With relative ease. Ben Simmons is obviously freaking Ben Simmons. We expect him to be a lot better on defense. Kevin Durant is supposed to be good on defense. But the entire team just doesn't know what they're doing. It's a mess. Whatever. Why do we sound sad? It, should starts, be happy. it starts with Steve. I'm, exta- I'm so happy. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just. I'm not sad. I'm just mad. I'm just mad. I just. I, I, you know me. Like, okay. We were going to. We were going to, like, talk about the Nets this episode. Obviously. Um, by talking about Kyrie Irving. And just like how much of a kind of dick he is, um, <laughs> but I don't know. It's 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 a hard topic for us to really discuss on this pod. I don't think that any of us are really educated enough on the topic to fully delve into conversation on it. So we don't want to delve too deep into it. Um, but I just want to let my feelings be known really quickly as someone who, again, like it's, it's hard to comment on these things without being completely educated, but something like this, it's kind of just like, Oh, he's just anti-Semitic. It's not really hard to kind of figure out. Um, I, 
I'm extremely disappointed. I am disgusted that he is so like fervent on his beliefs surrounding like anti-Semitism. I'm in shock that people haven't called him out in this league. It's very disappointing that he seems to consistently have an army at his back despite, I don't know, just tweeting out racist propaganda. Like, he fully tweeted out a movie where the opening scene is a quote from Adolf Hitler. It's a, it's a fake quote, but the point stands that like it's it's a fake quote it's a stupid quote i think it's like i think it's actually a farrakhan quote but um i don't know it clearly it's a dumb movie with just blatant misinformation littered all throughout but the yeah. ideology still stands right like i don't think that most people would go into it seeing the name adolf hitler on something and assume that it wasn't him that actually said it the point being is that he watched that and he retweeted it and he shared the link for it and he wanted to spread blatant racism over an entire group of people. It's just, I don't know. I'm, I'm very tired of Kyrie Irving. I am sick of everything that he stands for. I'm sick of hearing him talk. I'm sick of the fact that he's still in this league and I'm very annoyed that nobody has the balls to call him out. And I'm especially annoyed that the Brooklyn Nets haven't done a thing. Yeah, like they are completely and utterly enabling him to just say what he needs, say what he wants to say, and and they're just saying like, oh, we're really disappointed in you, like like he's the like he's their son, like no, dude, this is a thirty year old man, like do something more. This guy's being racist. Like twenty percent of Brooklyn's population is Jewish. Like I don't I don't understand how you let him get away with this crap. Yeah, you know. Uh, when the Nets issued their statement, they said, oh, they're disappointed. When Steve Nash talked about it, it was worse. I'll, I'll read out his quote. I don't think our group is overly affected by the situation. So, excuse me, you're not overly affected. We've had so many situations over the last two and a half years. I think we've kind of built an immunity to some of it. I like that he said immunity because it's like a vaccine thing. <laughs> yeah, no, no shot. He said that <laughs> he's really uh, taking jabs at Kyrie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's actually it's baffling that everybody around him is okay with this. They're okay with him talking about all this, talk, like blatantly spreading misinformation. It's, I don't know, it's, it's one of those things where, like, obviously players should always have a voice, right? Please, like, stand up for what you believe in. But when what you believe in is lies and racism and bigotry, like, shut the fuck up. And I, I really just think it comes back to the fact that players and teams and organizations are allowing this to happen, right? Like, like it's 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 just hate speech, man. Like I don't I don't understand what he's trying to get at. Like how does this benefit anybody? And I remember during like the whole George Floyd saga, LeBron said that injustice anywhere is a threat to justice anywhere, everywhere. Right? Speak up, man. I'm waiting for Adam Silver, who is a Jewish man, to say something about this. Yeah. Because 
if he doesn't say anything if i mean i obviously don't think the players are going to say anything mm-hmm. about their colleague i don't think lebron's who's the champion social justice guy to say anything about his buddy mm-hmm. I, so i hope adam silver says something because nike also issued a garbage statement like it's just a statement at nike we believe there is no place for hate speech and we condemn any form of anti-semitism did they drop him that's it no 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 that's yeah, that's so i don't him, care no. yeah so this is what one of the guys commented below that believe in something even if it means losing nothing mm-hmm. it, they made a whole campaign when it happened to colin kepernick and now with kyrie it's a statement and they're done yeah drop them like what the hell how <laughs> like he's he's racist man what are we doing here what are we doing here come on i don't know it's freaking shocking man did you guys see the post game interview with kyrie where basically he was defending that he wasn't promoting the film yeah yeah and then he got into kind of like an argument with the reporter. You are 30 years old. You don't know what you're tweeting? It's the... Do you guys know exactly how he framed it? Because he deleted the tweet. Like, how did he frame it the tweet? took him long tweet? enough to delete it. Did he delete it already? He did. He did. I'm literally looking at it right now. He said people are saying he deleted it. The, the irony Which about... Which is obviously yeah. you'd expect him to delete it. Well... He only did that after everybody criticized yeah. him. It's not well, like I don't actually know I what look, exactly. I looked at it. I like know what the movie was. I looked about. at it two days ago. It was it was still there, so it took him. Well, was he like? He no. He just tweeted out the link. Yeah, to that's it. To yeah, to that's the, it. To the documentary. It was still With nothing up, else. It was still <laughs> up to like two days ago, a couple of days ago. Stupid. And then he was defending why he did it. He did that. Then, like the the press conference you just mentioned. Yeah, in the press conference, he said yeah. he wasn't promoting it. Okay, but you're tweeting it out. What else could you possibly be doing? Yeah, that's what the reporter was saying. And I'm I'm sorry to think that he he doesn't know exactly what his actions are going to be doing. You think he's unaware of how he behaves, of the power that Twitter has? He has an army around him to quote him. That's what he said verbatim. Yeah. I have an army. <laughs> And then, like, the whole Alex Jones thing, where, like, he, he, he he's, like, shared beliefs from Alex Jones as well. Like, like where does it end with this guy? I don't know. Like, he knows, exa- he knows exactly what he did when he tweeted out this freaking link to a movie because he's done it before with Alex Jones shit. And he's had to take those back, too. You think he doesn't know what impact it has when you tweet out a link to a movie about that is blatantly racist and blatantly false. Like, I don't know. It's, it's sickening, honestly. And it's a hard topic for us to like really broach. Yeah. So. Yeah. What's so annoying about him too? Like was, he was saying that he has this, like from what, from he started out by saying like, he has this like privilege to have this platform and something like that. Then he retracts it the next minute, literally the next minute. I don't. I don't even understand this guy anymore. Like, he's so weird. Yeah, he's uh. just. He's just. An, he's just an awful person. Yeah. Like, just straight up. He's just a shitty guy. Th- um, yeah. This is what I was telling you the other day. I think I've never rooted so hard against a player. Like, yeah. uh, we we all talk about how I'm a hater, but when it comes to Kyrie, I go the extra mile to hate because. Yeah. 
I'm, I can't wait for this guy to leave the league. With an extra mile. Yeah. I, I wake up real early to hate on Kyrie. On Kyrie. Seriously, though, who, who, who the hell is going to take him at next year? What, what to well, I mean, he's, 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 he's still good, he's still good at basketball. That's the so. worst part about. That's the freaking worst part about it. He's scoring thirty points a game, so teams will still want him. At the, at the end of this season, change. like if he if he completely stays quiet for the rest of the season, I think that all of the things that are happening right now are just going to be swept under the rug because it's too easy. It's too easy to just sweep it under the rug. It's it's too easy to just let it fall to the wayside and not actually acknowledge the fact that he's been saying some awful things. I know, I know one team was going to take him. <laughs> not the Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Le, Le GM. He's, he's probably on his mm-hmm. knees. Yeah. This is, this is the VP of the Players Association. Oh my God. It's the VP. The, you know, the first person who speaks out against Kyrie, I guess I should get a jersey of that guy. I would. Genuinely, I'm. I, I. I really. This doesn't end unless the players speak out against them. Absolutely, and that's I don't it. Think they will. Like Adam Silver speaking out against him. Like, I think that that's just gonna reinforce Kyrie's anger towards this group of people and his resentment towards this group of people. But, like, if a player speaks out against him, and if he sees that you know, people don't actually have his back all the time. Maybe things, maybe things change, you know, but it's just not going to happen. Just out of curiosity, has Kyrie ever said anything anti-Semitic before? Before this? I'm not sure. Um, no. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But, okay. yeah, I'm not going to speak on things that I, I don't know. I'm not aware. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You guys want to take a break and then? Yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Cool. Uh, see you on the other side. Okay, so the NBA's Player of the Weeks have been announced, and I think that we're going to make this a regular segment, just at the first show of the week, we will talk about the NBA's Player of the Week um, in both the Eastern and Western conferences for that week. Uh, So let's start it off in the West, or actually, you want to start it off in the East, quicker conversation? Yeah. So Giannis is is the uh, Player of the Week in the East. Um, So I was wronged. About the Celtics being the last team to lose, uh, it was obviously the Bucks. It's not even close. They might actually go. What? What did you guys say? You said like eleven and zero. Yeah, eleven and zero. Yep. Yeah, I don't know who stops the Bucks at this point. So yeah, and it, it it was eleven because we thought they'd face the Cavs after that, and maybe the Cavs. Uh, that's the that's the game where they lose, but. I don't think the Cavs can stop them mm. either. Yeah, maybe if Garland's back, we'll see. But mm-hmm. point being, Giannis is absolutely unstoppable this year. It's It just hasn't looked fair. And I think that this resurgent season from Brooke Lopez has been absolutely huge to help Giannis' uh, stats just be where they are right now. I think that the spacing that Brooke has brought to this team... It's been absolutely unbelievable. His presence on the inside of the paint has been absolutely unbelievable. It's helped Giannis not have to do as much on the defensive end. Obviously, Giannis is still doing absolutely everything on the defensive end because that's just who he is. But he doesn't have to really take on the paint as much anymore just because of how well Brooke Lopez has been guarding it. So 
yeah, I mean, there's not really that much that you can say about Giannis nowadays. <laughs> it's kind of just what he does yeah, at this point. I, it's crazy to me how none of us said that he would be the MVP because I think it's very possible. Mm. If the Bucks have the best record in the league, which, again, very possible, then Giannis could pretty much win the MVP. Three get away with time. It easily. Three-time yeah. MVP. I'd be okay with it. I, I, th- I, I think I, that he I'm deserves that. to be a three-time MVP. There's no doubt in my he's mind that, that he's good. that guy. If he if he continues this, it would be criminal to rob him because when you look at the other guys who are touted for MVP, I don't think there's anybody who even comes close to the defensive impact <laughs> that he yeah. brings. Yeah, yeah. not even it's close. Just, it's just too good. There was an interview where I think the reporter said that Giannis had had like the best four game scoring stretch of his career, and Giannis just straight up said he's balling. Yeah. He said he's balling, man. He, but he's a role player, but so I don't know if a role player can win MVP. Yeah. Didn't Russ win that? <laughs> <laughs> Unseen. No, but okay. <sighs> while we're pra- while we're praising Giannis, let's also like mention the stats here. He's averaging thirty-four point four points per game, fourteen rebounds per game, five point eight assists per game on sixty percent shooting from the field mm-hmm. he's Insane, also man. holding <laughs> opponents to 32 percent from the field again best player in the world <laughs> Th- this is it's, this is the kind comedic. of this is the kind of two-way impact we saw last from 2013 lebron yeah i i i don't know i don't think there's a better comparison right now yeah, well, he's second in the league in points per game. He's second in the league in <laughs> rebounds per game. Um, yeah, it's just wh- what is what doesn't he do, man? What doesn't yeah, he do? Yeah, and he's even averaging five point eight assists. Like, yeah. come on, what are we doing here? Video game numbers. Yeah, yeah. absolute video game numbers, and they're undefeated. The Bucks are undefeated. Mm-hmm. They might never lose. Eighty-two and zero. Eighty-two and zero season coming. They might never lose. When this when does Middleton come back? Couple months month or two yeah i think it was a couple months let me i don't think it's a couple of months like maybe like a month or something mm-hmm. they just said start of the season they didn't really specify anything yeah but yeah it doesn't yeah. does it look like he's being missed not yet doesn't matter <laughs> no it's fine bucks still look freaking good they're yeah. missing so the part-time michael jordan <laughs> 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 Every once in a while, it's his day off. Okay, <laughs> let, him, let him do his thing. But yeah, no, no, but imagine if Chris Middleton comes back, this Bucks team is going to be even better. It's scary for the rest of the league, to be honest. I can't believe this guy only averaged 6.8 points in his first year in the NBA. Yeah. Like, what Detroit does to a, a guy. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what? Detroit? <laughs> Wasn't Middleton at Detroit? No, I meant Giannis. I meant Giannis. Oh, okay. (laughs) I never said that. Giannis averaged seven points. Six points with Detroit. You also remember like 2K13? Yeah. I'm playing as Giannis. Why? Was it good? No, it wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) If I remember right, it was a 67 overall. 67. Jesus Christ. Now he's like, what, 98? Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Look, he's just he's unstoppable. It's I don't know. It's it's hard to really put into words what Giannis brings uh to the Milwaukee Bucks and to the entirety of the NBA. It's just unsurprising at this point that he is going to be named 
Eastern Conference Player of the Week. Like, who else is it, right? He's yeah. the best player in the league. He should be winning this shit every single week. It's Giannis. Yeah. And this is despite the other starters looking shocking on defense. On hey, offense, except sorry. For Brooke. On off- <laughs> yeah, yeah, except for Brook. Yeah, yeah, except for Brook. Drew Holiday through five games is shooting 38%. Mm. Grayson Allen through five games is shooting 31%. And Javon Carter, who's starting now, is shooting 36%. But hey, well, Drew had that one game where he dropped thirty. Yeah, yeah. His 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 most recent game against Atlanta, he had he had thirty four. He literally which was had pretty 30, nice, yeah. pretty nasty, uh, with like twelve assists and four steals. But yeah, yeah. Like Drew hasn't obviously gotten off to the best start so far this season. What he's fluctuated between like six, nineteen, fifteen, sixteen, and thirty four points. So it's not exactly his best year at this point <coughs> in time. But Giannis obviously is just has just stayed completely consistent. There's no worries about this guy. I don't even know. I don't even know what to say about him anymore. So he's even shooting 35 percent from three. Yeah, which yeah. is his career best so far. Disgusting. So far, disgusting. Okay, all right. Western Conference Player of the Week. Ooh, this one was my goat. This one was a big surprise. My Actually, franchise you player. Know what, maybe it wasn't a surprise, but they went three and zero last week. They. They swept After starting zero three. They swept the miniseries with the Los <laughs> Angeles Clippers. Um, yeah, the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder are on a roll right now without Josh Giddy. Trade him to the Raptors. I'm good. Um, <laughs> and their best player has been rewarded with the Western Conference Player of the Week, Shea Gilders Alexander. What a monster this guy has been so yeah. far this season. Diego, tell us about, sh- tell, tell us about SGA, bro. I'm just bro. so glad that he's continuing to improve year after year after year. Now it's year five. He's literally averaging 31 points per game on basically 50% from the field. It's unbelievable. And not to, to go along with seven assists and five rebounds and 2.4 steals mm-hmm. and, and 1.2 1. 1. 1. blocks. What the hell? That's a box this office. Is a fran- this is legitimately a franchise <coughs> player, and I'm so glad that we fleeced the Clippers. Franchise player <laughs> f- playing for the wrong franchise. Yeah. yeah, he's playing for the right franchise. I guarantee you that. OKC is up. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. You know, the Thunder season starts now. You know, he's still perfect from the free throw line yeah. this season. Yeah, that's what I was looking yes. at right now. Holy crap. 100%. Oh my God. Holy crap. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> this guy's putting up video game numbers. 30 attempts, 30 makes. Holy, man. It's insane. It's absolutely But yeah, insane. what is it about Shea? Like, how does how does he dominate a game like this? Like, why is he why is he so good? He's literally just all around so good. He does li- he gives you a bit of everything. And as a scorer, he's taken that leap. Because obviously, I mean, he, he I actually like the fact that Chris Paul played for the Thunder in the second year. Yeah. Because that that, that definitely helped him a lot. Because from then on, I mean, he averaged 19 points per game in that season. And then he went up to 24. And then he went up to 24.5. And now it's, it's he's 30 balling. Um, it's honestly insane <coughs> what he's been doing. I think that in terms of just being able to attack the basket, I think that he's probably the best guard in the league other than maybe, what, John Morant? Yeah. Right? Donovan Mitchell? Donovan Mitchell. Jesus, yeah. For, My bad. For, for Mitchell's <laughs> um, size, too. Yeah, and then his his shooting has just honestly taken an, another step oh, yeah. this year. Um, his mid range and three point stroke just looks so smooth, so much better now. So freaking smooth. 
SGA is that's that's the that's the entire thing about his game to me. I just love the way that he looks when he plays. Every single thing about him just moves well. It doesn't look like he's putting too much effort into every single thing that he does. It just looks like clean basketball. Yeah, that's um, the thing. I th- the the thing I like most about his game is his patience. He's so like, disciplined. And he so he doesn't. He's never in a rush. He always seems to know what to do at every exact moment, and that's the strength of his game now. The game has yeah. completely slowed down for him, and we're seeing it happen right now. Yep. Yeah. And the most surprising part for me is not that he's averaging 31 a game is the defensive numbers right now yeah, man. I, it's like when you when you look at a guy like ad averaging two steals it, that's okay that we've seen that when you see <laughs> a guy like shea averaging 2.4 steals yeah. along with the 1.2 blocks like diego mentioned right like just before yeah it's it's actually crazy. Like, mm. we've never seen him as a guy who's a two-way player, right? We've seen flashes, but we've never seen him as an actual two-way player. And if he does continue this, I think that's that's super promising for yeah. OKC. If yeah, he I'll actually does develop into a two-way player, that's going to be huge for the Thunder. You know where would be, like, a really good fit for him? <laughs> if he no. developed into a two-way player? The Toronto Raptors. <laughs> <laughs> he, he got, like... I kind of just saw him Yo, as like yeah. solely a bucket, which is kind of what the Raptors needed just to like solidify their half court offense. But now it's like, oh my god, he'd be good in the half court on D too. Yeah, I'm just glad that he loves he loves this franchise. Ooh, gosh, does he? He does. <laughs> he loves. I, he always speaks. He, out loves, the city, he loves the city. He loves Toronto. Yeah. He loves Oklahoma City. <laughs> I'll tell you that. So, so he I loves. Know that sounds goofy, but but he does. But yeah, like. <laughs> the, he had a game what six days ago where he where he had thirty he was thirty three five and eight with three steals and three blocks, insane. This guy's yeah. defending the perimeter so freaking well. <laughs> he jumps passing lanes incredibly. He's, ath- he's so athletic too, that he always he, he's so good at getting up and actually blocking blocking drives and blocking shots from the perimeter. I'm I'm over the moon impressed by what Shea Gilgis Alexander is done. I think you, man. he's the best Canadian player in the NBA, other than Benedict. What Malone. about Kelly Olynyk? <laughs> Yo, that Yo, Kelly Olynyk actually deserves a shout out though. Yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm not even. I'm not even messing with it's you. Nasty. Right now. I mean, yeah. We, if, <laughs> if we are talking about MVP candidates, we are not not mentioning Kelly Olynyk, right? Yeah, we're not not mentioning him. Laurie is the MVP on that team. Uh, Relax yourself. Calm down. Ke- <laughs> Kelly Olynyk is him. It's not. It's not THT. Unfortunately, it's not. Oh, ben Simmons is officially out tonight. Okay. Well. And <laughs> that's winning a game tonight. Okay, and <laughs> yo, they're gonna miss that <coughs> nine assists, man. Ten. Yeah, those yeah, dribble handoffs. Nine dribble handoffs. Where are they gonna go? <laughs> oh wait, that's bad for my fantasy team. Oh my god. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, but Shay, Shay really is him. Yeah. I mean, this is Halloween post. I didn't see it. For Hall- it captioned post. it for Halloween this year. I dressed up as him. <laughs> no, he didn't. He didn't do that. Go check Instagram okay. right now. Yeah. At this that's very goofy. Moment. That's so goofy. It's that's, pretty goofy, but so it's Shay, so I'll allow it. That's so corny. Allow it, bro. I like him. I wish he wouldn't do things like that. <laughs> well, he did. That's disappointing. It's too late. It's crazy, though. The rest of this Thunder team is still dog. Yeah. Watch your mouth. How did they? Watch okay. your mouth. The Clippers are you actually. You know that Lou Dort is the, the third best defensive player? Calm down. So according to Luca. According okay. to Luca Doncic. Okay. okay. Can we. I actually want to talk about that for a second. Do you uh, Do you agree with that? <laughs> no, I don't. 
according to Luca? According I think, to Luca, though. I think overall, defensively, no chance. But as a point of it's attack... It's not big enough, obviously. No, but as, as a point of attack, like, stop your man on the perimeter defender. As, like, as a man defender, Dort isn't that good in help defense. I don't think he rotates very well. And he's, yeah, he's just, he's just not a good help defender. But as a primary man defender, I think Dort does is in the conversation for top five in the league. Yeah, yeah, I mean, well, I, yeah. I, I was thinking about it. And, like, when you look at, like, gu- other guards, like Drew Holiday, Marcus Smart, I I don't know if there are four guys that are better than Dort. Maybe, I, yeah, like... I'm putting I'm putting Mikhail, OG, and Smart above him. And Drew Holiday. I think I like Drew a lot. Actually, you know what? I'd put Drew yeah. above. I'd put well, Drew top, above Smart. He's top five. Right? I think, yeah. I think yeah. with Lucas saying he's top three overall, like, I... That's obviously a reach. Yeah, you you can That's definitely make the top five argument. Yeah, I mean it's Luca saying it. Yeah, man, he yeah, he, he held hey, Luca. That's, that's actually a lot. Exactly, Luca knows better than Luca. us. Yeah, Luca knows better than us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do we know? <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Let, let Mike hey, cook, bro. Hey, these are the most versatile young <laughs> minds in basketball media right now. Okay, watch yourself. <laughs> no, man, he he held them to a. Uh, that was his. Wow. Lou Dort held Luka Doncic to his season low of 31 points. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> the other, the others, wow. Holy crap. Oh. Luka just finds <laughs> it, Luka just thinks it's easy, it's easy scoring Bro, in the NBA. I mean, it is. What? Okay. He scored 44 on Orlando, 41 yeah, on Luka Brooklyn, we're talking 37 about. on New Orleans, 32 on Memphis, 35 on Phoenix, and yeah. 31 against Lou Dort. No, nah, if he if he keeps this up, I'm sorry. The the way we talk about Giannis being MVP, <laughs> it's not happening. No, I, I I still think it is. Okay, Luca, how wh- what's his points per game? Thirty six point seven. Yeah, so Giannis Basically is at thirty four. It's not like there's a big big difference. And the way Giannis plays defense, I don't think that clears. Yeah, okay, look, yeah. Clears. look 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 look. I obviously I efficiency obviously well. Giannis is Giannis. Like mm. I'm, I think that he's. As we've spoken of, of, as we've said on this pod, like he's the best player in the league. But I think my money's on Luca. I mean, the, 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 the three and three to win MVP. I'm telling you though, the league has the been salivating for Luca Doncic and to win MVP. Bro, everybody wants Luca yeah. MVP. Yeah, everybody wants. But if Luka. Giannis okay. stays like consistently puts up numbers like what he's doing right now and has the team record, yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be hard not to give it to Giannis. Because but sure for the storyline and. The fact that Luca is, you know, super young still, mm-hmm. sure you can give it to him, but I don't. But obviously, I think Giannis still has a very, very good chance. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather give it to Shea. Shea beat Giannis. Sorry, Shea beat Luca. So. <laughs> Shea's uh, gonna beat Giannis too. Both teams are yeah, three Shea's and three. Giannis. Yeah, it's a three and three team. If if the record actually looks good by the end of the season, maybe then that storyline can kick in. But it's not mm-hmm. kicking in if the other guy is Giannis doing what he's doing right now. Yeah. Bro, season low thirty one points. But to be honest with you, though, that's actually like w- that's that's one of the craziest sentences I think I've ever said. Yeah, that's season that low thirty one points. I, I think <laughs> it's a <laughs> it's a Jordan crap. record that he tied uh, for six straight thirty point games to start off the season. Jesus. Yeah. And honestly, the rest of his numbers just look friggin' ridiculous. I mean, his three point shooting needs to. F- uh, needs aside to from his three point shooting, everything else across the board Christ, is pretty much elite. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, anything else we wanted to say about about Oklahoma? <laughs> I know we got kind of off track, but anything else about <laughs> OKC? Um, We're coming. They look they look interesting, man. They look fun. 
considering how awful that team is. We're coming. Yeah. Let's pause. Um, <laughs> yeah, they gave they gave they gave the Mavs the business. Poku Poku with a solid four four three stat line in twenty four <laughs> minutes. That's a generational Trey, talent right there. Trey Mann with a solid four three three stat line in twenty six minutes. I don't believe this. Yeah, Darius. I you you see Isaiah Joe's stat line? Oh my goodness, bro! He's Look at him. this. Let me let me tell you Isaiah's, uh, Isaiah Joe's stat line: fifteen <laughs> points, two rebounds, one assist in nine minutes. Three of three He's from him, downtown. I, Holy crap. As Yo, long as Darius Baisley gets off this team. You know who could really use that Isaiah Joe performance? The Philadelphia 76ers. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah. Um, you don't want Darius Baisley on this team anymore? I like Darius Baisley. He's good. Yeah, man. he's going to be a good fantasy MVP by the end of the year. He's a great rebounder. <laughs> clutch client. Is he actually? Yeah, he's a clutch client. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell, bro? How do you how do you know that? <laughs> how do you not know that? <laughs> this guy does every clutch client. <laughs> Why is he not on the Lakers yet? Soon. He's gonna be soon. <laughs> Exciting. Okay. Um. Anything else we wanted to say before we end this episode? Or yeah, the Thunder are winning the title. Enough. Well, yeah. The one thing is. When NBA released their MVP ladder and the top five doesn't include the 5-1 Cavaliers star Donovan mm. Mitchell, I think that's incredibly disrespectful. Yeah. I think he's looked like a, f- yeah. he's a great player. Team. Wait, he's carrying that team. DeMar is top five? Yeah, DeMar's fifth. It, wow. So it's, it's Jar. I now mean, DeMar's having one. a hell of a season, but... I'd I don't know if I'd put him fifth. I don't know if I'm putting Jaw number one. Yeah. I love Jaw. Giannis number one right now. No, it's it's Luca number one. It's Luca right now. The uh, rankings I have should Luka be Luca, Giannis, Ja, Pascal, Donovan, Donovan, Donovan Mitchell, Mitchell yeah. has to be there. He uh, has to be there. Yeah, five and one. He's he's. I ca- might put he's, Mitch above Pascal. He's carrying that team. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm putting, putting Mitch above Pascal. Yeah. I got yeah. Giannis, Luca. <laughs> Kai just <laughs> sank <laughs> into his chair right there. But yes, he knows. Yeah, he knows. You know, you know, Donovan's doing better than Pascal. Oh, Donovan is shooting 45% from three. Yeah, look at those assist it's numbers, It's disgusting too. numbers. Mm. Would Pascal beat Donovan Absolutely on opening disgusting night? Numbers. Oh, he's got 1.7 steals <laughs> a game. Pascal dealt Donovan's only loss of the season. Yeah, that's actually facts. That's okay. No, Mike's making a really good point here. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's turning into a real homer. <laughs> he's, a, he's on my fantasy team. Mike's a homer for every team in the yeah. league. He started Bro the episode the with Jays. he started the episode with my Lakers. He's a homie hopper, man. <laughs> <laughs> LeBron, I'm back. Yeah, former former Bron sexual Michael Anthony Cruz is back. Thumping his chest, <laughs> screaming his name. Hey yo, yo, <laughs> that's literally what he was doing. Me when the calm, what? Calm down, calm down. Okay. All right, I think we're gonna end the episode here. Yeah, we're good. Yes. Yeah, the Cavs yes, look. Aw- the Cavs do look awesome. The Cavs though. are hot. We should have. We should have probably talked about them this episode, but I'm tired, so. It's okay. It's okay. We, it's at okay. least we showed them love at the end yeah. of the yeah. end yeah. of the episode. Yeah. Uh, Donovan Mitchell. Wait, Donovan we, Mitchell. We've on been that showing bench, the Cavs that bench. love. Kevin Love last night. Seven threes. Whoa, whoa! What a sixth man of the year. Love. Holy crap! Okay. It's not Wade, Storm and Norman. Wade. Yeah, no, Storm and Norman stinks, bro. Hey, he had like 31 the other day. Dean, what about Dean Clippers Dwayne Wade? 
He's good. He's good. He, yeah. Did he have like 20 points? Yeah. That's my guy. Dwayne is nice. Wasn't it, wasn't he dropped <laughs> in our league? By, by me. By Kai Gamage. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you drop him? Bro, don't ask me things right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Yo, I don't have much to it's say. It's crazy how wrong we were about the Clippers though. I think every yeah. team we gassed up. Yeah, I think I think all our predictions are just Except, yeah. except for the killed. Pelicans. Except for the except Pelicans. For the yes. Pelicans. We've been right about the Pelicans. Oh, and the Cavs. And the Cavs. And the Cavs. Cavs. And the Cavs. Cavs. We've been right about the Cavs. We'll take credit but for I that. But I think, okay. It Everything was, else, no. Yeah, it was easy to make a prediction about the Cavs. So. Yeah, we'll re-examine. Yeah. Let's, you, wanna, you guys want to re-examine some of our takes uh, in the second episode this week? Yeah, I, I can't have the Nets in my finals anymore. Yeah. We'll like, re-examine that's, and that's then... That's ridiculous. Yeah, I'll put the Suns in the finals. <laughs> Mr. Suns are going to be a playing team. Yeah, that's He's tough, bro. Take them to the finals now. <laughs> we've, we've had some L's. Oh, my. We've had, <laughs> had some crazy had L's some on no, I, I think what's important is to be mature and accept that we made yeah, mistakes. Yeah, at least we're yeah. honest. At least hey. we're honest. Yeah, Un- at least. Unlike some NBA players out mm-hmm. there. And we try to change. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For the best. And yeah, ex- exactly. We, you we guys were right about Wiseman, though. And you know what the best part of this podcast is? We have teammates that hold us accountable. Yes. Yeah. For our mistakes and yeah. that call us out when we're being idiots. Yeah, like when <laughs> we thought delusions. The wolves, like when one of us thought the wolves were gonna be good. <laughs> <laughs> I had Anthony Edwards on my second all NBA team. <laughs> we also thought the Spurs were gonna be dog water. Okay, okay, come on, come on. Okay, okay I think this just keeps going. Okay, th- that's enough L's to I end think, the episode. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, was, I think everybody's on the boat of the Spurs were going to be bad, but yeah, no, it's hard. Not. It's hard not to. Okay, all right, that's all we've got for this episode <laughs> of the Positionless Pod. Thank you guys so much for listening. We will be back on Thursday. See you then. <laughs>